Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here's our podcast for this week. Well, before we hop into <laughs> the main part of the podcast, Travis, how has your week been going, man? Oh, it's been going pretty good. Yeah? No car yeah. troubles? No car troubles. I went and got an oil change today. That was fun. Nice, I, nice. Uh, I got a haircut. That was also fun. Okay, but what about the rest of the hairs? <laughs> I still have the beard hairs, but the head hairs are gone. <sighs> <laughs> I meant the other hairs on the top of your head because you got a haircut. Come on, man. It's like dad joke 101. But yeah, it's been good. Uh... I spent the weekend pretty much watching all the stuff that I wanted to watch. Like Friday, I watched uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier to finish that off. Oh man! Yeah, right. It was good. Yes. And then, and then I also have been watching that Mighty Duck show. It's getting better. Okay. Okay. It's getting better. I'm starting to like it more. <laughs> uh, Saturday, I went to the theater and I watched um, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh nostalgia i love it mm. and then sunday night i watched stowaway okay so since i haven't watched stowaway how was it i really enjoyed it it was very good yeah yeah well that's good to hear that's good to I hear. i highly recommend it apparently the uh the ratings are the audience ratings are kind of taking a a beating oh just kind of like another movie that came out this past weekend well i mean yeah basically just people going that it was utter nonsense uh thoroughly disappointing massive waste of time but then there's you know other reviews that said that it was it was really good and you know stuff like that but yeah right now i know we didn't uh, go over the the review or the scores on uh any of the stuff back when it or back last week because they didn't have any right but right now uh on imdb the user score is a 5.6 yeah i mean it's a 75 percent uh critic review on mm-hmm. rotten tomatoes um and then i don't know about metacritic should probably look that up huh <laughs> i mean it would make sense okay i mean it's got a 62 okay on Metascore. Okay. I don't think it deserves that kind of flack. I thought it was good. I will say I saw the ending a mile away, but... <laughs> it seems like users users aren't really liking it, but whatever. Whatever. I'm glad that you liked it, Travis. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. But uh, speaking speaking of uh, movies that you watched this weekend... Mm-hmm. <laughs> What what did you think of a sort certain? Uh... <laughs> okay, so I thought Mortal Kombat was a victory, but it wasn't a flawless victory. <laughs> I got you. No, I got you. It was like I didn't like how they did some of the characters dirty. Like they didn't get their spotlight at all. They were just kind of there. But, I mean, the action was cool. I love the stuff with Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I love 
the new Liu Kang. I thought he was good. I like I like Raiden. He's no Christopher Lambert, but he's a good Raiden. Even Shang Tsung was good. I like Cabal. Yeah, I mean, it was it was good. Well, I mean, you know who played uh, Liu Kang, right? I thought he looked familiar, but enlighten me, sir. Uh, well, okay, so Liu Kang was played by Ludi Lin. Okay. Who was in a movie in 2017. Uh-huh. Where, how should I put this? Well, let, let's just say this. Go, go, Power Rangers. Uh, oh, He okay. was Zack in Power Rangers. Was he really? Okay. Yeah. All right, that makes sense. I thought I recognized him. All right, mm-hmm. that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. And then, um, uh, oh, da, da, da. Oh, and sorry. Kano and Kano was the highlight of the movie. I thought Kano was pretty awesome. Yes, he was. Uh, <laughs> Lord Raiden, yeah, was played by uh, Tadanobu Asano. I completely butchered that name, <laughs> but okay. I know that you've seen him in at least three different movies. Mm-hmm. Probably more. More than likely more. Um, He was Hogan in the Thor movies. Yep, okay. He was part of the Warriors 3. Okay. And then Hanzo Hasashi. Hasashi? Hanzo Hasashi? Mm -hmm. There we go. Was uh, Hiroyuki Sonata. Yep. Which he's been in a a few different things. Right. (laughs) Like, uh, well, he was in Endgame. Mm -hmm. He was was the guy that Hawkeye was like fighting swords against when they when we finally go to see hawkeye in endgame oh yes okay that's it it's like oh, i knew him too but I couldn't he was also in was, he was yeah. also in the wolverine as uh shinjin oh okay god i haven't seen that movie in forever either and he was uh kaneda in sunshine okay so i can't remember what kaneda's role was in sunshine he might have been uh, i i won't even try to guess but <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it always kind of sticks with me because, again, going back to score that we've talked about multiple, multiple times before, Kaneda's theme from Sunshine mm-hmm. is, like, just an amazing, amazing um, piece of music. I'm going to have to check it out because I've never seen the movie. Let me see if this is... Or, I'm sorry, Kaneda's Death okay. is, is, the name of the, is the name of the track. Gotcha, but. Okay. I think it's been sampled into some other scores as well later on. And so you, you would probably recognize it, mm-hmm. but in and of itself, um, it is just a, an amazing piece of music. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I was, so, uh, basically I was kind of going through a lot of the, um, the people that were in Mortal Kombat movie after, after I ended up watching it here. Mm-hmm. And the, the guy who played Sub-Zero, Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Taslam. Mm-hmm. He was, he's been in a few different things as well. Uh, like he was in the Raid Redemption. Okay. Uh, he's in the TV series Warrior on HBO Max. Okay, I've heard of it. And he was also in Star Trek Beyond okay. as uh, as Manus, who was the the like the third person who uh, was the one that killed. Um, why can I not think of her name? Uh, Jayla's family or Jayla's dad. Okay. All right. Uh, and then there was one other one that I was looking at. Uh, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? Oh, uh, Shang Tsung. Mm-hmm. Played by Chin Han. Do you know who, uh, what other movie he was in that uh, you might know of? Isn't it Inception? Uh, no. Okay, then I don't. 
Well, there, there's a movie from 2008, which was 13 years ago now, where he's uh, very good at calculations. Good at calculations? Where he takes all of the mob's money and moves it to Hong Kong because the Chinese will not extradite one of their uh, own. Ah, Dark Knight, okay, yep, huh, yep, alright. He was Lao in Dark Knight. Gotcha, alright. And that, and so like, uh, anytime Shang Tsung came on to the screen, I was like, he looks really familiar. Why does he I look know. so familiar? <laughs> and he's Lao from Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. And he even says the trademark line, your soul is mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I, I feel like Jax wasn't utilized as well as he could have been. Right. Personally. I will agree. One thing that... Sorry, I'm kind of trying to get some other stuff going here sure um one thing that i guess i am looking forward to mm-hmm. is what they alluded to at the end not not uh not where but who mm-hmm. uh i almost thought oh i okay so i don't like cole i he his character just didn't make sense to me in the whole scheme of things okay um but I thought that he was going to change his name to Johnny Cage there for a second. Because that's <laughs> what they were kind of leaning towards. And then he said, oh, I need to go to Hollywood or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, okay, that makes that makes me feel better. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, uh, Joe Taslim, mm-hmm. Sub-Zero, mm-hmm. has told Variety that he has signed up for four more movies if Warner Brother decides to go ahead with additional installments. Awesome. Which I believe that they might, uh, just because from reports that I've heard, uh, Mortal Kombat had a $23.3 million opening weekend. Wow, okay. Um, and then, whereas, uh, what, was the, what was the animated movie that premiered? Or that was, um, that was in the theaters? Are we talking like recently or... Like this past weekend. This past weekend, uh, the one, the one that I was telling you about that had that I was surprised had the dubs and the subs. Oh, Demon Slayer. Yeah, Demon Slayer. Uh, yeah. Apparently, Demon Slayer did like twenty-one million dollars over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Mortal Kombat in theaters did twenty-three point three million dollars, I believe, is what I read, and that it also had a higher viewership opening weekend on HBO Max than uh, Godzilla vs. Kong did. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it did pretty well. Well, good. I hope we get more installments, because I want more. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, ha- I had fun watching it. I mean, I honestly don't know if I would have been um, as... Uh, let, me, let, me, let, me just, let me just say, I wasn't, like... I didn't super, super enjoy it, mm-hmm. but I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. I was more on the meh to the, yeah, that was pretty good kind of scale. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I would have been more into the meh if I had gone to a theater and actually paid for a ticket and done all of that. Oh, sure. Right. Because I was I was going to, and then I ran out of time this weekend. And so as soon as I got home today, I turned on HBO Max and watched the movie. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it's still fresh in your mind then. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, some of the, the the fatalities 
were definitely um they were fatalities well <laughs> there was okay i don't know why they advertised it to there being a whole lot of fatalities when there was two that were from the game and then the other ones were just like dismemberments so originally the the cut that was submitted to the mpaa received uh-huh. an nc17 rating oh okay until they turned down some of the some of the gore oh okay so they they actually had another editor come in um and kind of tune it down just a little bit so that they could get that r rating so that they could you know have the 23 million dollar uh opening weekend in theaters they know darn well though if that movie would have been kept the way it was it would have still made as much money as it did because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. people are were looking for the gore that's what we wanted <laughs> <laughs> i mean i just wanted a you know heavy electronic soundtrack but <laughs> i left a little bit disappointed in there yeah you did until the end credits started rolling and then i was like okay finally mm-hmm <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that was uh that was interesting <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a complete loss it was an okay movie like we said so between mortal Kombat and stowaway should people go with netflix or hbo max Ooh. um i'm gonna go with see that's such a hard thing to think to really say <laughs> Because there's a part of me that really wants people to go and watch this on HBO or in theaters because I want more installments. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Stoey was very good. <sighs> Mortal Kombat. It has. I mean, yeah, go see it on <laughs> HBO Max if you can't go to a theater. And Stoey will be there for as long as you wanna wait around and watch it. So mm. okay, yeah. okay, very nice. Alrighty, well, I guess, I guess we should probably uh, think about um, moving into the movie news that we have for this week. You mean the little, like the the lack thereof news that we have? Yeah, there wasn't too much news this week. Uh, we had a couple of trailer <laughs> drops. Yes. We um, did. the first one I want to talk about is the one that I will not be going to see, uh, <laughs> and that would be the Conjuring: The Devil Made Me Do It trailer. Uh-huh that dropped what'd you think man oh it looks so good (laughs) uh i i i've been a big fan of the conjuring movies and i've actually read the book the devil in connecticut which is what this well the case is based is so they wrote a book about the case the actual case that happened with this Mm -hmm. so i it's something that i know and i'm excited to see on the big screen so, I mean, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farminga are back yep. as Ed and Lorraine. Yes. Warren, just in, in case you didn't know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it looks like it would be interesting, but it's a it's a horror mystery thriller mm-hmm. um, that it will be coming out beginning of June. Yes. June 4th is when it is scheduled to be released. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like it... It'll have, you know, a few jump scares, a few kind of creepy things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, where have I seen this guy before? Apparently I haven't. Uh, <laughs> Rory, o- Rory O'Connor? Sorry. Rory O'Connor uh, is playing Arnie 
in The Devil Made Me Do It. Okay. Uh, All right. And I thought he looked familiar, but I really haven't seen anything else that he's in. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember there being any bigger names in there besides Patrick Wilson and Vera Farminga. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Is the... Oh, never mind. Never mind. I'm... Oh, okay. Okay. So, the the kid uh, in The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, mm-hmm. looked familiar. Uh, like the one on the waterbed. Oh, okay. Uh, and he is played by an actor named Julian Hillard. The reason that he looked okay. familiar is because he played Billy Maximoff. Oh, in WandaVision? In, in WandaVision. Uh-huh. And he was also young Luke in The Haunting of Hill House. Okay, all right. So that's why he looked. That's why he looked familiar. Yeah. So definitely not going to see it, Travis. Uh, sounds like you're going to go see it. Oh, I'm going to go see this. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm going to see it. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Moving on to another trailer that dropped this week. Mm-hmm. We had the Steven Spielberg remake of the Snap Fight movie, or Snap Fight the movie, <laughs> West Side Story. <laughs> very nice <laughs> i thought so thank you um which it it definitely looks like a an updating yet still same time period mm-hmm. uh retelling of the story uh definitely not star driven <laughs> i mean i only recognize one person in there um and he's he's had some stuff come out about him that uh isn't all that great, so I was kind of wondering how this would all go down, but... Gotcha, okay. Um, I mean, honestly, I'm probably going to go see it just because I've seen the original. I want to see how they how they update it mm-hmm. into, like, a, a modern modern times retelling of the story, or, like, a still a period piece, but yet modern retelling of it. Okay. So, I've never seen a West Side Story. Okay. Um... It looks interesting to me, just like Outsiders, but with singing, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, so basically what the, it's, it's Romeo and Juliet in 50s New York. Really? Okay. Yeah. So basically there's two teenage street gangs, the Sharks and the Jets. Um, One group is like of more Irish descent and one group is more, uh, is uh, more um, Puerto, Puerto, Puerto Rican descent. Okay. Uh, I think. Let me double check, make sure I'm not just talking out my ass. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that makes sense because I remember there being Puerto Rican sign in the trailer at some point. Was that that one or was that in the Heights? <laughs> now I can't get them. <laughs> That's uh, bad. Um, I can- <laughs> Now that I think about it, I think it's in the Heights. Yeah, so uh, so basically the Jets, who are like, you know, white Americans and the Sharks, who are Puerto Ricans, mm. struggle for control of their neighborhood in the Upper West Side of New York City. And that's, mm. you know, the original West Side story. So now it's going to be a, uh, an updated version of that, but still set in the 50s. Oh, okay. But like I said, based on Romeo and Juliet, you know, Montague's Capulets, that whole thing. Okay. Um, it is it something you think I should watch the original if I want to see this one? I, I, you know, you don't have to. I honestly would ro- watch the original just because it is kind of 
um i wouldn't say oh i guess it is kind of classic hollywood but in it's one of those things where it in and of itself was kind of like a a major thing Mm -hmm. that you know started it out i you know there's the movie there's the play there's you know this whole thing there's the basis of romeo and juliet um it in and of itself is a musical as well but it's just kind of part of the history of hollywood so i would i would recommend it personally all right even if it's just a kind of you know laugh at the at the snap fights that happen um (laughs) i'll definitely do that (laughs) or just kind of kind of gawk at what was acceptable back in the day mm-hmm. that you know now that times have changed because times are all continuously changing that isn't necessarily as accepted today all right and then see how they end up changing it for the new movie cool well yeah. i definitely want to see it because it's steven spielberg so oh absolutely I mean... absolutely that's that's one of the major major things that makes me want to go watch this remake because otherwise it's kind of be like a yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know when you know you know uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh but moving on to another musical that is set in new york mm-hmm. uh in the heights uh which is based off of the uh broadway play by lin-manuel miranda okay did it wait did it actually make it to broadway i didn't even know that it was a play yeah so it, it started out as a play um it made it to or opened on broadway uh, in March 2008, the okay. music, the concept, the music, and the lyrics are all by Lin-Manuel Miranda, whom, you know, everybody knows nowadays. Oh, right. Hamilton and all that, right. Hamilton and Moana and yep. all of that kind of stuff. Right. Um, but basically, it is uh, about, you know, kind of the people living in the heights of New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Washington Heights neighborhood, Uh uh, that in apparently so it involves characters in the large sorry dominican neighborhood of washington heights this is another one that i kind of want to see um, it looks very colorful and it does. very and very vibrant and fun it i mean it looks like a like like really kind of any modern adaptation of a musical in this style mm-hmm. but yeah absolutely just the from what we've seen in the trailer the the movement and the the colors and the the um music that's what i was looking for <laughs> uh but yeah the the movement the colors the music just all seems to kind of seem like it will be a a pretty good you know movie um and then especially since it has that that bass that it got from uh being a a stage musical first mm-hmm. and now being directed by the person that you know brought the music and lyrics to to life yeah um it should be or sorry it's actually wow i am just completely wrong on a lot of stuff <laughs> it's directed by john m chu okay who we've talked about before yes we have many times mm-hmm. for things like now you see me too yep <laughs> gem and the holograms gi joe retaliation uh-huh. Justin Bieber, Never Say Never. <laughs> Step Up 3D. Step Up to The Streets. Oh, uh, my favorite. But then also things like Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, he's now done In the Heights. Um, now You See Me Too. He's going to be doing that uh, 
Untitled High Cave Rescue Project. Okay. He's doing a couple of sequels for uh, Crazy Rich Asians, or at least one sequel for Crazy Rich Asians. Okay. Um, yeah, so he, he's gotten a lot of flack for some of the stuff that he's done, but then he's also done some uh, pretty pretty decent stuff. If, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, I remember Crazy Rich Asians doing extremely well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the movie itself was fantastic. It was, yeah. Um, I guess I really couldn't say much about the the direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd have to kind of watch it again and kind of more pay attention. I don't think it was so much of the like the direction. It was more so the the uh, like when they're in uh, Singapore. Is it Singapore? Singapore, yeah. Yeah, we, like when they're there, that backdrop is just absolutely beautiful, and they have oh, all those high up shots and all that. It was great. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so Lin Manuel Miranda, I know, is in the movie mm-hmm. because we saw him in the trailer. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. I just saw. I just saw a name on IMDb. Uh, Jimmy Smits. Ah. Oh. Who. Was on a, a you know a, a little movie series called uh, Star Wars mm-hmm. as Bail Organa. Yes, yes. Leia's adoptive father. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's he's going to be in in the Heights. Okay. Like we said, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, uh, Ariana Greenblatt. If that name sounds really really familiar. Oh, she was young Gamora in Infinity War. Ah, okay. That's how I knew her. Uh, and she was also in Love and Monsters, which just came out this last year. Um, and was, that one starred Dylan O'Brien, who also was in, who starred in Maze Runner. Oh, okay. But that one didn't get a lot of, a lot of fanfare. No, it did not. <laughs> since it came out last year. Uh-huh. Um, apparently Mark Anthony is in, in the Heights. Oh, that was J-Lo's ex-husband, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, the the singer Mark Anthony. <laughs> I just had to make sure, man. No. <laughs> uh, he, so I'm kind of going back to to when uh, he sang music that I might actually remember. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, like you're saying, in the highs, I mean, it just it looks like it's going to well look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, based off of the the material, I would have to say that it's probably going to be pretty good. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to see it in theaters. I'd just like to say, I don't know if I'll see this, see this in theaters, but I'll definitely catch it out on, on HBO Max. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. That works, too. That works, too. Um, one other trailer that I did want to talk about mm-hmm. is not necessarily one that I had seen was had been dropped, but that was in... A little bit of a compilation of trailers that dropped throughout the week uh and that one is called here today uh and it stars uh billy crystal and tiffany haddish yes and it looks pretty fantastic it does um i know i know you had you had something to say about it about how it looked like a different movie it reminded me a lot of upside except for billy crystal's not in a wheelchair right right just because of the whole like he meets her and then he's sick oh spoilers if you haven't seen the trailer uh, <laughs> not even the movie just the trailer right 
<laughs> and then how she's helping him out. Right, right. But uh, apparently it is uh, based off of a short story. Okay. Um, okay, so it's based on a short story called The Prize. Okay. So from everything that I can gather from the trailer, kind of like what you were saying uh, before, just kind of adding to that, basically they meet up because uh, Billy Crystal is, plays a comedy writer who has been in the business for a while, and he kind of puts out an auction to win a lunch with him. Mm-hmm. And Tiffany Haddish's character, her ex-boyfriend, I believe she said in the trailer? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Ended up winning the prize, prize uh, or the uh, auction, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going to have the lunch, you know, and it's one of those things where he thinks that it went for a lot, but it didn't actually go for all that much. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, it's just like, like you were saying, Travis, you know, he, he is sick. Um, and so he ends up befriending her and, uh, shenanigans ensue, I guess. Basically. I mean, that's a good description of it. But yeah, so it basically, it'll be in theaters, uh, May 7th. So pretty soon. Mm-hmm. So if you can, if you find it in the theater, it looks pretty good. It does. I think Tiffany Haddish is an underrated actress. I think she's very funny. So I think it would be a good, a good time at the movies. Very nice. Very nice. Um, well, that kind of uh, finishes off our trailers that we had. You know, there's just a few of them, like we said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, one other thing that I did want to talk about today is that Russell Crowe kind of let slip who he's playing, or I don't even know if he let slip. He said who he's playing in Thor yep. Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. And he is going to be playing Zeus. Ooh. Yes. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting because now you have Greek gods coming into the Norse gods mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, that being said, kind of like what we have talked we had talked about before uh, was that Christian Bale uh, is in the movie as well mm-hmm. as Gore the God Butcher. Yes, he is. And then uh, Melissa McCarthy. I don't know if we actually talked about Melissa, Melissa McCarthy, but she's going to be in there as Fake Hella. Fake Hella. Oh, I wonder if they're going to do like another play thing like they did in Ragnarok with Matt Damon. He, didn't they say that Sam Neill was back as well and Matt Damon? Yes. Yes, they did. Oh. So I'm wondering if she'll be part of that whole like <laughs> play group. <laughs> oh, that'd be... That'd be hilarious uh but we are so we are getting we are getting back jane foster uh natalie portman Mm -hmm. uh tessa thompson as valkyrie uh the guardians of the galaxy will all appear and then like we talked about christian bale melissa mccarthy uh and now russell crowe as zeus it's gonna be a stacked stacked movie and i'm excited well yeah i mean especially with the director Mm -hmm. taika waititi again uh, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's not necessarily clear if Mar or if Marvel gave Crow, uh, Russell Crow, the go ahead to mm-hmm. spill the beans, <laughs> <So>. <laughs> because we all know that Marvel has some pretty, pretty, pretty strict contracts. Yeah, and for but, him to just up and say that—that's just—it's weird. But right. 
Right. I guess if Tom Holland can spill the beans on a lot of things, then why not Russell Crowe? Oh, so I'm I'm kind of reading on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so since we have Zeus, and now going to be in the MCU, that opens it up for a lot of the other Greek gods, who I guess are in uh, a lot of the comics. Okay. Like his son Hercules. Right. Yeah. And then Zeus and the Olympians are also connected to the Eternals. Ooh. Which is another movie that we have coming along the, the line here. So that could be another kind of connection in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we will see a battle between Christian Bale and Russell Crowe with Zeus and uh, Gore the God Butcher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think that'd be pretty... <laughs> pretty uh, uh, evident. <laughs> oh, definitely. And it'll be awesome to see. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so that that's uh, that's kind of what I got here. So, the last thing that we want to talk about, then, is going to be the Oscars that happened on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Which apparently had the lowest ever viewership. <laughs> like, in, in, a, in a very great long while but I mean, it's been a pretty lackluster 2020 so i mean it makes sense yeah yeah but i mean there's been there's been a few movies there has been definitely but uh, it just it's just not their year but mm-hmm. hey mm-hmm. <laughs> so usually they go with uh best picture as the very last award of the night right mm-hmm. this year they did not go with that. They actually went with best actor. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. So that, that's a whole other thing. Uh, but we can get to that in just a couple of seconds here. So best picture. Uh, I know we went over them a little bit last week, but the mm-hmm. winner of that was Nomadland. Yep. With Francis McDormand. Uh, the best director mm-hmm. was Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Okay. The best actress was Frances McDormand for Nomadland. Makes sense. Uh, best supporting actor was Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Best supporting actress was Yoo Jung Yoon for Minari, which I know we didn't really talk about because we didn't really know what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, best animated feature. Just going over all of the options again. We had Onward, uh, Over the Moon. Mm-hmm. A Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon, <laughs> Soul, and Wolfwalkers, which I th- I'm i not sure about Over the Moon, but I know Wolfwalkers was a traditionally animated 2D, you know, kind of cell animation movie. Uh, did you see who, who won Best Animated Feature, or do you want to guess? Uh, well, considering one of my friends watched the Oscars last night and was complaining I'm gonna <laughs> guess it was probably Disney, so I'm gonna say onward. So close. Oh. It was Soul. Okay. So Soul won Best Animated. Um the best original song, which I know we talked about because it had uh Husevic from mm-hmm. Eurovision Song Con- Contest, the story <laughs> of Fire Saga. <laughs> which by the way, the so Usually throughout the Oscars, they have all of the original songs sung during the Oscars at some point in time, right? Mm-hmm. 
uh, I highly suggest watching the one that they did for Husavik, which is okay. H-U-S-A-V-I-K, uh, because they actually filmed it in Husavik, and they oh, had okay. they had uh, children from the village as backup singers, oh, and it cool. looked like it was all just kind of local people who were you know playing the instruments and singing and doing all of that. Mm-hmm. But it it in of itself was it looked pretty fantastic, but for the best original song. It was actually Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah that won. All right. And uh, best original score was Soul again. Okay. I still need to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. You said it was good. It was It was good. It was good. It was kind of, I don't know. Uh, best visual effects uh, went to Tenant for All one right, of the, what, two, two categories that it was up for. <laughs> All right. Best sound went to Sound of Metal, which I know we were kind of we didn't we weren't sure necessarily what it was about, but after kind of hearing that it won and looking into it a little bit more, I had heard of it and we I think we actually had talked about it. Basically, the Sound of Metal is this guy who's in a band and then he starts or he, he like loses his hearing, mm-hmm. and so it's just kind of the the complications that come from that from just completely losing your hearing. And still being in a band and still trying to do all of that. Oh, I remember us talking about that. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. And then, uh, like I said, the very last thing that they did was the best actor. Mm-hmm. And so, for best actor, they had uh, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. Mm-hmm. They had Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Gary Oldman for Mank. And Steven Yun for Minari. Okay. So just as a as a kind of a, I guess their thinking is that they most everybody thought that Chadwick Boseman was going to posthumously win for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why they moved it to the very end, because not even the people that like organize it know who wins uh, until the envelopes are opened. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Basically, you know, there's the the one tallying company that has done it for, I think, most every year that the Oscars have been going, mm-hmm. uh, and they they keep everything secret until the envelope is literally opened on stage. Okay. And so, they had best actor put at the very end of the show because, like I said, they they thought that Chadwick Boseman was going to posthumously win. Mm-hmm. Um. Anthony Hopkins ended up winning. Yeah, I heard that was awesome. And Anthony Hopkins wasn't even there. Oh, because <laughs> he didn't—he didn't think he was going to win. Uh huh. So he—he he was actually back home in Wales, and so the next day he put out a thank you. Like I don't even—I don't even know if he was watching the, <laughs> the Academy Awards. <laughs> Knowing him, probably or not—I don't know him, but yeah. his character just doesn't seem like he would even care. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but that being said, he is the oldest actor to win Best Actor. Wow. Okay. Uh, and so that was kind of the the shock, uh, one of the shocks of the night. Uh, I guess the other thing that I kind of want to talk about with the Oscars is something that was in the gift bags of everybody that was at the Oscars. Okay. I don't. I don't know if you heard anything about this, Travis. I've heard about the get. I've heard about gift bags, but I don't know what was in them. So okay, so I mean, usually every year there, 
the gift bags are just ridiculous, like worth tens of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, all of the gift bags had uh, NFTs, the that new thing that's going around, or not necessarily oh, new. The non-fudgeable tokens, yeah. Yes, of uh, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, that's cool. I mean, not not really, I guess. I mean, it, if it's to honor him, I mean, if they're doing it just because, well, they're not making money off of it, but I mean, I they, they could, they could just sell it. That's true, very very true. Then that's not good. But if they're doing it to to memorialize him, then I don't see a problem with it. But if they're doing it to make a profit, then it's yeah, that's not cool. Yeah. And so, like a lot of people, you know, were basically saying that, you know, it is it, not necessarily like it didn't seem like it was there to remember him. It was more there to be like, hey, he was, you know, he was known or he was a big part of a lot of people's things. But now he's dead. Ha ha. Here have a non fungible token. Okay, well then it's- I don't like that. That's not cool. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, Wakanda forever. Hmm. So. It, that that was kind of like the the initial response to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of reading an actual statement from the, I believe the artist that designed it. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm just kind of reading through here quick. Okay, so basically, it looks like there might have been some misinformation there as well. Okay. Um, and that the Bozeman F- uh, NFTs were handed out. Or possibly handed out in some Oscar gift bags, though they were not commissioned by the Academy. Um, and then this uh, Andre O'Shea, mm-hmm. who I believe designed the one that a lot of people are kind of having this backlash against. Um, basically, he said that he was only hired to do one single NFT that's going to be auctioned off, um, and then the money will be used uh, as like a fifty-fifty split between. Uh, a charity and then the artist who made it kind of thing. Okay. Um, and that they, this, this artist, uh, had created it to try to try to, um, embody kind of what Chadwick's influence as a hero, uh, to black kids everywhere while raising awareness about colon cancer and its impact on black communities is a direct quote from them. Um, and then the funds would be going to the colon cancer foundation. Um, and so, basically, they're saying that they now they now recognize that Chadwick's face is a, a triggering reminder of his death rather than his life. And so they're going to be redesigning it so that it can hopefully be more of like what you're saying a a a celebration of his life and his mm-hmm. career and and all of that rather than a reminder of his death. Well, it sounds like they they know that they made a mistake. Hmm and that they want to fix it it's just to see where they go with it right right and i guess kind of reading through a lot of this it's not necessarily at least to me before i i I was completely like oh yeah no that's why would they do that you know that's outrage Mm -hmm. but reading through their their statements and everything like that it's like i mean i can i can see where they were coming from and, and what they were wanting to do but there was just that disconnect between um, what they were wanting to do and what it actually was for people. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I guess that that was just something that <laughs> popped up. 
Um, it was just a little mini rant. It's okay. No worries. Just a little one. <laughs> but other than that, on that on that note, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have anything that you would like to say to anybody? Uh, or everybody listening? We love you guys. <laughs> we do. We love you guys. We would love it if you would send us questions, anything like that on Facebook. Facebook I'm sure John our thing. Yes. <laughs> he will get to that. <laughs> but yeah, we love you guys. Keep listening. There's going to be more fun to have. So just keep listening for... Yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, like Travis said, you can get we can catch us on Facebook or Facebook.com slash movies are a thing. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at movies are a thing, no spaces, dash slashes, anything like that at movies are a thing. And we also have Patreon, patreon.com slash movies are a thing. If you want to support the podcast, we do have that over there. Uh other than that, I don't think I really have anything else to say. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So I suppose it's about that time. I think it's about that time. Her cops. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. Dark Phoenix. What? <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, that was mean. I'm sorry. Especially since I haven't actually watched that one. Oh. I know, I know. But How I didn't see it in go. theater, and now it's like nowhere, so. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll come on someday. Eventually. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, 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 it's ideas oh um i can't think of it right now you're gonna have to tell me multi-pass oh fifth element okay because if it was a bomb i haven't seen that in a long time either okay are you ready kids 
Aye, aye, Captain. I can't hear you. Aye, aye, Captain. Ooh. Hello, and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here's our podcast for this week. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I almost lost it. I really did. <laughs> Dang it, I was really hoping. Oh, so close, <laughs> but you uh, I saved it. <laughs> Professionals right there. Yes. Uh, now I gotta figure out if I want to leave that in or not. Oh, cr- that should be like an outtake. <laughs> After credits. Yes, yes. <laughs> Alrighty. I got something in my eye. Get out. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. Oh, that is annoying. Oh, I can't tell if it's like a lash or if it's something from work. Ah, uh, that stinks. Um, um, I just need to rehydrate. Oh. With some high quality H2O. <laughs> Water so, sucks. Gatorade's better. <laughs> well, did you know that if you uh, if you drink uh, Mountain Dew, then you'll uh-huh. discover that it quenches your thirst like no other. Uh, let's see here. So we got all of that. Close, 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 close. It'd be really funny if you closed the clo- the clean feed, and you're like, oh, and then you can't hear me anymore. <laughs> no, it, it would it would say it, it usually <laughs> says, hey, if you leave this page, you lose any unsaved data. You want to do that? And I was like, no. And then we'd lose everything, and we'd have to go back on and redo everything again. No, we we have like half of it. I saved about halfway. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Would we go for like an hour? Uh, as of right now, I've been recording for seventy six minutes exactly. Oh wow, okay. <laughs> so, a little bit, which you know was surprising, seeing as we had nothing. Oh, we had good topics to talk on, so it's all good. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And I may have been trying to stretch that uh, those trailers just a little bit. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm sure once once we get rid of the the dead air that we had at the beginning, and uh, Boone and I started recording and stuff like that, and then all oh, right, the ums and uhs and uh, 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 yeah, yeah, <laughs> and also the uh, um, we can't forget about the. Uh, I kind of like hearing that. I don't know why. <laughs> it's very clicky clacky. It is. I like my keyboard. (laughs) (laughs) So, alrighty, man. I think I'm going to call her a night. Alright. You have a good one. Goodbye. 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 Yeah.